Ramadan festivities right now. It's like the last ten days, right? Yeah, tonight is the start of the. Uh, it's the twenty-first night, so the it's the start of the tenth night. So okay, so Ramadan in itself is like a big deal in the Muslim Ummah world, yeah. Yeah. But in inside the Ramadan thirty days is the significance of. Laylatul Qadr. Okay, Laylatul Qadr is its own specific event, right? Yeah. In fact, I think that the entirety of Ramadan might even be like leading up to this event because of how important it is. Correct me if I'm wrong at any point, but I'm feeling like it's, it's when you read about what Laylatul Qadr is, it's quite important. To answer your question, uh, it's 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 right. Yeah. The the problem is. You're, you're right in that, like, the whole event, like, the whole month culminates in this one, like, uber, like, epic night, yeah? So, like, already yeah. already Ramadan is, is, like, epic in and of itself. And then, yeah. on top of that, the last ten nights are, um, like, epic on top of the Ramadan's epicness. And then on top of that, Laylatul Qadr is, like, epic, epic on top of the epicness of the, of the ten okay. nights. So it's like compounded epicness, like epicness, okay. epicness cubed, basically. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So can you explain? So why is why is the ten days in itself important? And and uh, can you explain what the ten significance of the ten days are? And then can you explain the significance of Laylatul Qadr itself? Uh, so the last ten nights are significant because. Uh, Basically, Allah said they are, uh, and in in the hadith, which I'll paraphrase, uh, the Prophet, uh, peace be upon him, allegedly said that the last uh, ten nights of Ramadan are better than uh, all the other nights that um, preceded it, and all of the other nights that um, that exist within the year. And then of those nights, the uh, Laylatul Qadr is the most virtuous. Uh, in fact, it's uh, the last ten nights are mentioned in the Quran, in uh, Surah Al-Fajr. Um, in one of in one, oh, okay. the earlier verses, Wal-Fajr, Walayal in Ashr. Yeah. So the so by the dawn and by the last ten nights. Yeah. Really. So it that the the last ten nights is they say that the the last the nights reference here are the last ten nights of Ramadan. So you have a reference in the Quran and you have a reference in the in the the prophetic Jesus hadith well. that um, the last ten nights of Ramadan are are virtuous. And Laylatul okay. Qadr has its own surah in the Quran. It's called Surah Al Qadr. Surah Al Qadr, yeah. Talking about Laylatul Qadr, and there are many a hadith about the virtues of of uh, Laylatul Qadr as well. So what's the story? So okay, the Quran is saying that the last ten days are very important. And then Laylatul Qadr occurs on one of those ten days, right? And we don't know which day it is. Yeah. So the story about Laylatul Qadr is that 
the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him was uh, talking to his companions and telling about one, telling them about one of the um, the children of Israel that this guy he he was out fighting jihad for 83 years yeah mm-hmm. so like and the the companions were amazed um like so the prophet was like uh, uh, reportedly he said that he didn't put down his sword for 83 years and the sahaba were like like how can we compete with somebody like that and then mm-hmm. the revelation came down of laylatul uh, qadr uh, of suratul qadr Uh, so that that surah was revealed then and in that surah it says that laylatul qadr is better than 1000 months yeah and when you calculate 1000 months it comes to just over 83 years okay so that one night that you worship is better than 83 years of uh worshiping yeah that okay. 1000 months better than 83 years of worshiping that's how you beat that you know that uh, ch- that uh, that uh, ch- that uh, member of the children of israel um, who who was fighting jihad for 83 years well what's the significance of the night to why uh the significance of the night is the it, it was the night that the uh, quran was uh, um, was revealed the first revelation of quran was revealed on laylatul qadr which is the one where the Gabriel comes and says read yeah it's either um, like i'm not 100% certain but it's either that yeah it's either that uh, event or that mm. the quran came down to uh, from paradise to the heavens on that night it's one of those two things yeah they call it the 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 descension of the quran it's either the descension of the quran from the from paradise to the 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 lower heavens the first heaven or it's the descension of the quran from the 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 first heaven to uh, the revelation to the prophet muhammad peace be upon him that's the significance so however you look at it the quran is uh, it was the it was a the descension of the quran that makes the night significant yeah but in in surah al-qadr it says um, i think in the sec fourth line or something it says therein descend the angels and the ruh by allah's permission with all decrees So what does that line mean? Excellent. That okay, so that's one other after the the first significance is that it it was the descension of the Quran. The second significance is that every night during this year uh the angels all of the angels of who are sort of assigned like their station is the earth, like all of the angels descend along with uh, Archangel Gabriel to with the decree like God's decree or destiny for the rest of the year for everybody so they come down with uh, with orders basically for like all of all of creation so all of god's decree like it comes down to with the angels so basically when people then if it's during these last ten nights people go to the masjid and stuff and then they they sort of um uh up their worship a bit right and they stay longer in the mosque they stayed late till night early in the morning da 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 that type of stuff right and their intention is that the because the at one of these nights the the angels and and uh, gabriel are coming down with the decrees they want they are asking that the the decree for them for the next year would be something that's in their favor is that what it is 
no, because another feature of uh, Laylatul Qadr is that that night uh, is a night where it's more likely for your prayers to be accepted. And that night, uh, Allah forgives a lot of people and saves them from the hellfire, more so than He does during the rest of the month. So He's already forgiving and saving people during the month. And then in, during the last 10 nights, He does even more. And then on Laylatul Qadr, He does even more. So that's why uh, the Prophet said, if you know that you are in the Laylatul Qadr, to say, um, uh, uh, Allah, you are the one who uh, who is most forgiving and you love to forgive, so forgive me. And he, he taught that uh, dua to us. Right, so, so, uh, so, so the Allah, decrees seem to be like... Yeah, yeah. The, the, the decrees are pre-written. Yeah, they're already they're already written. Yeah, like it's already written in the uh, the preserved uh, uh, tablet uh, that is in paradise. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, so it's yeah. already written. The actual coming down of the decree is sort of signifies uh, signifies that the angels become aware of that decree because the angels don't know everything. Yeah, they only know what Allah tells them. So right. it's like. Uh, like he basically gets the gets the decree and hands out orders to people. Like this is what you guys have to do. Uh, this so this is the next part yeah. of the whole. Yeah, whole, the whole shebang. Oh, okay, okay. See, see I, I was confused about that. Is there a name for the tablet where everything's written? Uh, the tablet is called Allah Mahfuz, the preserved tablet. And is it true that the tablet was written before everything else? So yeah, that that uh, Allah created. Oh, the, I mean, the, the tablet was created before everything else. Yeah. So the the pen. Uh, the pen and the tablet were created 50,000 years before uh, anything else was, before the universe was created. But that 50,000 years doesn't mean actual 50,000 years like earth years. It's like, it could be any amount of time. It could be like yeah. millions of years. Because the word used for uh, years or yeah. Uh, days, yeah, or the word used for days is just basically a period of time. It just depends on your frame of reference, yes. you know? Like a year in on Jupiter will be much more than 365 days. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. Yeah, it's so it's like 50,000 periods, 50,000 periods of time. Basically, exactly. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So then, uh, yeah, that's it's good that you clarify that because so basically the the idea is that you wanna you wanna clean yourself in the presence of the angels and everybody in the masjid. That's what all the Muslims are doing worldwide, I'm assuming. Laylatul Qadr, last 10 days, everybody's hitting the masjid hardcore. <laughs> yeah. Dates and water and stuff. And then they're trying to like, yo, just like me. Like, I'm sorry about this, I'm sorry about that type of thing. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like a sprint. And the yeah, it's the last 10 days, like everybody it's pulls out sprint. all the stops. Or you're supposed to. That's what you're supposed to do. Because you never know that you might you might die, right? You might even not see the end of Ramadan. You might not see the next Ramadan. This could be like your last yeah. Ramadan on earth, yeah? And there's so yeah. many people that we prayed, we prayed Taraweeh next to, or we broke our fasts with, or we ate Suhoor with. They're not yeah. around anymore, yeah? Yeah. So basically, you got to make every moment count. And that applies uh, every day, not just Ramadan. But in, it applies more. It applies much more in Ramadan uh, and and much more in Laylatul Qadr because it's a blessed time of year. Okay, dope. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. Thanks for explaining that. Is there anything else that I missed about Laylatul Qadr? Is that it? No, that's that's pretty much it. Okay, so we want to know like when is the Laylatul Qadr? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So 
how do they find them? there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, hadiths about uh, about when Laylatul Qadr is yeah so um, and there's difference of opinion exactly when it is so some some narrations say it's the last 10 nights it could be any of the last mm-hmm. 10 nights some narrations say that it could be the odd nights of the last 10 nights yeah uh, and some mm-hmm. narrations say that it could be the 27th and also the companions had their own opinions when exactly the night was yeah but you never know like you don't we don't know for sure when the uh, exact night of Laylatul Qadr was and there's a there's so, a there's like a benefit in that so like we don't like slack off and then just show up for like uh, one one uh, one prayer of the whole Ramadan yeah and one <laughs> for the whole Ramadan and then we're good for the rest of the year and there's people that do that actually they don't pray the whole <laughs> <laughs> the I'm here Ramadan, for the Qadr. They show up in the masjid even once, yeah, and then I, for 27th, for the, the 27th night, they show up, yeah, and they're they're praying hard, hardcore. It's like we we done been praying, son. <laughs> so, so okay. Um, if that's the case, now say for example, I'm somebody who's traveling. I have to travel to Sri Lanka, let's say, from the yeah. second. Yeah. Um, if you want to do my best in Ramadan, so I've been catching all the fast so far. Now I'm, I might be, I might be traveling, I might be moving around, I might be in a place that I don't have access to things where I'm used to. Mm. What do you do? Do you have to always hit the masjid, or can you sort of uh, set yourself up home at, in your house to kind of get into like a spiritual state and be devotional in the house, or do you have to show up at a masjid? No, I mean you. The the other than the obligatory prayers, yeah, which you have to do anyway. Um, the the prayers in the masjid are voluntary because how how would you know people who are working on that night like police officers and ambulance drivers and things like that how will they get their worship are they screwed they're not yeah so what they do is like you need to do the best to your ability like you need to use that time uh for the remembrance of god and if that just means you saying uh you know la ilaha illallah just doing some simple dhikr for the for most of the night whenever you have free time that's that's Allah is gonna Allah is gonna uh, reward you according to your intention and according to the effort you put in in your context. Yeah, so some people will be able to pray every night. Uh, some women who are you know they're menstruating, they might not be able to pray at all. Uh, they, and they won't be uh, they won't be fasting even. Yeah, but they can still do something. They can still do dhikr. They can still. Um, uh, read, you know, you read books on Islam. They, they wouldn't be able to read the Quran if they're on their Perform mind. acts of devotion, basically. Exactly. According to their ability, as much as they can, uh, as much effort as they can put in. Because it's all about the intention and the effort. So you, as somebody who's traveling, like your excuse from fasting um, for the, for like uh, three days or something until you become a resident in, in, in Sri Lanka. Yeah. Okay. So, like, you're excused from fasting. Uh, the uh, for 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 three for three days, the extent of your fasting. I mean, the extent of your travel, okay. until you di- until you you've you've stayed in Sri Lanka, for example, for um, a certain amount of time, and you become technically a resident of Sri Lanka. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. So you can you can you can use that um, that ex- that allowance if you want, or you can fast. Because these days, like, it's not like the flight to flight to Colombo. It's four, like, four hours, man. It's and it's at night. Deal, yeah? Yeah, I'll, be, I'll have food on the flight anyways. It'll be after fasting hours anyways. 
Right, exactly. So you don't have a problem there. Like you just uh, you just get on the yeah. plane. Like it's after you've broken your fast, and then once you get to Sri Lanka, you fast again anyway. It's not that hard. But the allowances for like, yeah. um, like for like, you know, back in the day when traveling was difficult, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. I mean, doesn't it doesn't mean that you can't take the allowance now, but it's you can still fast. It's, it's still it's pretty. Yeah, easy. the rea- realistically, it's within your means to not have to sort of skip it. Yeah. But I mean, if you're going like for like a 14-hour flight or something like that, it might. Maybe That's you hectic. Can, yeah? yeah. It depends on your circumstance. So like when you get to Sri Lanka, you can still do your thing. You know, like you can still go to the mosque. You can pray at home if you want. You don't have to pray at the masjid because uh, Tarawih is vo- voluntary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can pray Tarawih at home. Uh, you don't have to pray at the masjid. I didn't know that. I thought you have to show up in the masjid and just kind of do it. Yeah, wow, I'm okay. like praying with the imam is better. Yeah. Because you get the yeah. reward, like if you stay with the, if you pray with the imam until he finishes his prayers, uh-huh. uh, it's like you you get the reward as uh, as if you prayed the entire night. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. So that's yeah. why people like to pray behind the imam, but you don't have to pray behind the imam. Okay, cool. So basically, it's like volu- any kind of act of uh, devotion based on your understanding of the religion, and then you spend you you extend your prayers past Isha, which is the final prayer at around eight forty, yeah. and then you just kind of stay stay up as long as you can and just extend your thing, and yeah. then uh, that's how you that's how you close off Ramadan, and then there's Eid. Eid is the day where everything everybody gets to eat normally, etc., etc. Yeah. And the way you know that it was. Um, that it was Laylatul Qadr is basically the morning after. Because in the hadith, the Prophet mentioned some signs of Laylatul Qadr. That the night is really, uh, the, the weather during the night is really pleasant. It's not hot and it's not cold. Yeah, okay. so that's one of the signs. And in the morning, when the sun rises, it, it rises without uh, sun rays. So you just have the disc and it's very like orange in color. So you can only see the disc and you don't see sunlight rays. Wow. So you, okay. you'll only know the day after whether it was Laylatul Qadr or not. So that's one of the reasons why like, you want to pray um, every night as much as possible. Because you never know which day it is. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's do- I think we covered it, right? We covered everything? Yeah, All that's the- basically it. There's nothing else. All right, that's dope, man. Yo, thanks for your time. Veiled by the drapes of heaven, tantalizing aromas of bahur and futur, serenading palm trees, sheathed with golden lanterns to a Ramadan moon. In light of this holy month, the Dukan family would like to wish you a Ramadan Kareem. Peaceful memories, pieces of integrated families. A life defined by love through eyes of children in safe-like sanctuaries. Echoes of sweet laughter, symbolic of symphonic melodies. Kids' demonic enemies are the witches in animated comedies. Attending schools, bending rules, innocuous mischief of innocent souls. Carefree hearts, utopian parts that make our lives undividedly whole. Then the script is flipped, fractured, twisted, and ripped. Ugliness growing each minute like Dorian Gray's pick. It's the stench of blood, incineration of flesh, extermination of humans, cause war is the angel of death. 
Hannibal on the loose, cause carnage is a cannibal's quest. Screams of pain are joyful songs of glory and success. Enter the twilight zone, zoom into twice-laid lives. Feel broken cries, demise of tender dreams of deluded minds. Fertile psyche of minors defiled by war-born parasites. Dementia arises as parental ashes internalize. Destruction of purity, infliction of fear and insecurity, distorted ideologies of ten-year-olds with suicidal tendencies. Sentence casualties cause unsafe and harmful reality. Young generations mutate to master the war mentality. Little girls get raped, and little boys are enslaved. Tanks and bombs become their constant playmates. Cemeteries are homes, loved ones are in graves. Beauty is in death, cause wars scar and mutilate. Beauty is in death, cause wars scar and mutilate. The lives of the children who survive will never be the same again. You can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Toothless. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OT Official and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Toothless at soundcloud.com slash Firas dash Ibrahim. Salam. Salam.